Derek and Steve present You heard it here second Welcome to You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And we are back for episode number 172. Steve, how's it going? Our second episode on, the, on this new recording platform. It's going well. It, it is still weird to see my face yeah. and see your face and have to like care about what I look like. Usually I'm just like, you know, frazzled, like haven't washed my hair have like wearing whatever i was wearing during the day i'm like yeah, oh gosh you get ready you may make you may make some content out of this yeah. i gotta put on a tie-dye t-shirt which makes it a perfect a perfect time for your air conditioner to to break right and then and just, it, just it, i actually sweat. just felt it come back oh on. wow so we're back nice yeah nice. so don't no video for this first <laughs> few seconds while i'm sweaty but i could i actually just felt it kick in perfect so we may be wow. back what yeah. saved by the bell so yeah. Uh, so here we are back for episode number 172. Um, we kicking us off just uh, I know you have a shout out in the beginning or an update to before we get into the, the kind of first I section do. here. But uh, before the before that, uh, I just want to quickly say um, I felt like episode 171 was one of our most um, feedback given episodes in a while, like, like because of the videos totally. we posted, like people, I think were chiming in saying they like this, they like that. So I think that was uh just wanted to say that that was nice, like hearing people's opinions. We, we plead with it every time. And all it takes is posting a couple of videos to get people to actually, you know, comment and, and say some stuff about it. So I think that was that I was told perfect. multiple people about the the fact that we have video now. And it's like, it's like, oh, you guys have a podcast? Wow, so cool. It's like, we've had a podcast for <laughs> six years. And now we post one video on TikTok. And everyone's like, oh, this is so cool. This is so sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it goes sometimes. That's how it that's goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> um so so there you go that will continue um but what is your uh, opening shout out or update before we before we get going Derek this week is pickleball playoffs Oh wow all right um, Kelsey and I are in the playoffs for our pickleball league this Thursday um we got the bye of course Nice nice um so we we do not have to play at the 5:30 game we've got a 6:30 and a 7:30 game and then the 8:30 would be the championship so team bread and butter is has a chance for back-to-back pickleball championships wow. here. So that's huge. Yeah, that is huge. And did, yeah. did, and it's probably going to be another. Did you guys lose or no? Three weeks before we, we we did lose okay. in this one. All right, we have lost multiple times. Okay, okay. Uh, but this is a much harder league, and we are, um, you know, we're we're trying to push ourselves. We're playing in a harder league, playing better people. Um, it's an outdoor league. Right. right. Hot. It's summertime, yeah, so true. there's a lot of right. factors, you know, a lot, a lot of things to consider. Right, but right. Playoffs start. Playoff start Thursday. It's big, and um, yeah, got a chance to bring home another championship. It's huge, huge. Mm-hmm. Bring it home. Bring it home. Keep the set up another championship parade two years in a row. So <laughs> yeah, gotta have it. We'll get everyone on the uh, the Hillsborough River, <laughs> just like Tom and Giselle. <laughs> exactly. Um, whoops, just dropped my my camera just fell over there, so that's good. Um, I'm telling so you, these cameras, they, man, they're, they're tough. They're tough. We, we, they're tough. That's the they're one thing we got to still with. perfect is the. Uh, I feel like we're starting like, <laughs> all over again. We're like brand spanking new podcast, right? Exactly. Um, so uh, that does it for the opening shout out and kicks us off into the first portion, which of course is sports. The Monster Jam. All righty, so sports. Um, we're so back. We're so back. Um, so 
uh, sports uh, two. Uh, you know, it's we're entering kind of a low, uh, low volume sports time here with with the two playoff leagues uh, that were in progress having just wrapped up. So NHL and NBA both crown their champions. The Vegas Golden Knights take down the Florida Panthers four to one in the finals and the Denver Nuggets take down the Miami Heat four to one in the finals. So uh, both relatively non-competitive from the series standpoint um, finals for these leagues. Uh, and what were otherwise, I think, overall pretty entertaining playoffs for both. But I wouldn't say for either one of them uh, any year to write home about necessarily. Um, what are your thoughts overall on the NHL and NBA playoffs champions? What we see coming out of all this? Yeah, it's weird to be talking about two championships and have no feelings about either <laughs> one of them. I, I truly like it's. Panthers Vegas, I was rooting for Panthers. Heat Nuggets, I was rooting for the Heat. Both lost. So, and both lost bad. Yeah, <laughs> four to one is not a fun uh, championship, and to have it happen in both the NHL and the NBA is pretty lame. Um, that being said, I like Jokic for the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a very cool player. He's like mm-hmm. an old school big man that is also a point guard. You know, yeah, he's like right. a very cool player to watch. Um. I'm not the once once the lightning were out of hockey, I kind of stopped watching. So I defer to you on how I should feel about the NHL. How should I feel about the Stanley Cup? Um, so I, I was happy. I think back when the Bruins got eliminated when we podcasted about this, I said that I was shifting my allegiance to root for Vegas because of Bruce Cassidy. So I, I'm happy that Bruce Cassidy won a Stanley Cup. Um, as far as how you how you should feel about that series, I mean, the thing is, it's kind of always disappointing when you have a run like the Panthers just had, right? Like an eight seed who feels yeah. like they're beating... Well, the heat, yeah, yeah. The same heat thing were an eight seed too, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, This is like a mirror image. Mirror image, right? Like it's you're, weird. You're, you look at an eight seed who feels like they're beating teams they shouldn't be beating, right? Like, and, and so at each round, they're underdogs, and then each round they win. And then for them to get to the final and then just get kind of dominated always feels like a letdown because then every team they beat along the way is like well, we would have put up a better fight in the finals because we were better than that team. But that team right. was on a run and they beat us, right? And so it's always the risk when you have an underdog team that's making a huge run through the playoffs like that is that they run out of steam and they just, you know, like like I don't know if I can sit here and like, I can't say the Celtics definitely would have given the Nuggets a better series. I mean, that, that, that's, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying in general, when the underdog team makes that run and then they, they kind of run out of gas at the end, it makes for a pretty unentertaining final. Um, but as far as Jokic goes, kind of going back, like, so I, to summarize, I don't really think there's a whole lot with the Stanley cup finals to, to write home about. I, I mean, that's kind of the extent of it for me. I, I think the, the, the more relevant talking points do come with the finals in the NBA. And, you know, on one hand, I think, like you're saying, we don't have a lot of strong feelings about this because it's kind of like not the most thrilling storylines and everything. But I will say, for a long time, we wanted the NBA to be a little different than it was, right? Like we yeah, wanted that's a good point. someone else to rise to the top and be crowned. <laughs> and, you know, the grass is always greener, Derek. Yeah, right. And so now you've got this new, you know, two time MVP kind of becoming a face of the league in Jokic putting on a truly historic playoff run performance. Um, and, you know, the the Nuggets, who are generally a likable team once you start watching them. I know just like a couple weeks ago, we were saying that the Nuggets didn't have, we, I, said, I think we said we didn't have the juice was the way we described it. They uh, had no juice. They, they had no juice. They had zero and, juice. 
And the thing is, it's kind of still true. They just play great basketball. They 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 make the right play. Like like Jokic is so painfully simple of a player when Ugh, it comes to yeah. like they interview him and he's like, yeah, like I when I'm open I score and when I'm not I pass. Like that's that's how I play the game. <laughs> yeah. Like and and it's so it's so opposite of what Jimmy Butler on the Heat is, yeah. which is this like firecracker. He's like he only performs if like someone gets in his face. Yeah. You know, he just yeah. he just is this game breaker attitude, and Jokic is just this mush who does everything right and yeah never misses a shot never misses a pass is just so boring and so good and and, Ugh, and it's frustrating and he and not like he he plays so far well I, I don't want to say he's playing it like an act but he is like when you say he's boring like this guy literally in his interviews sounds like he treats the nba like a nine to five like he's a factory worker yeah. Like, he sounds like he's asleep. But like, and and like, like in, in the, I don't know if you saw the post game interview when somebody mentioned the parade, like, and he turned to his teammate and he was like, "When's the parade?" And the guy was like, "Friday," and Jokic like kind of like sighed and like rolled his head and he's like, "I want to go home." Like, right? Like, yeah. he, he's like, "I don't like like like." They interview him the moment after he wins the championship and like you've seen so many of these players who are in the league for six, seven, eight years and they haven't won yet and then they finally win and they're like. They're they're just like sobbing and they're they dropped their knees. They're like hitting the, like they're holding their head. They just cannot believe it. They're having an out of body experience, like of how blessed and grateful they are. And like Jokic, moments after winning the title, the first thing he does is he walks over and he shakes all the Heat's hand. Like he doesn't even yep. celebrate with his own team. And then he does the interview and he's like, "Yeah, the job's done and now we can go home." Like, right? It's like they're like, like, like how do you feel? He's like, "Good." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's not even after an exaggeration. Winning the NBA <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. it's definitely a little, it's different. And to be honest, I'm not sure how much I would like it if I was a Nuggets fan. <laughs> like, it's kind of like, you're kind of like draining the joy out of this for me, man. Like, you don't even seem no, happy. <laughs> like, you gotta be happy. I mean, I will say, but, uh, to, to wrap it all up, happy for Vegas. It's a cool, like, it's a yeah. it's a young franchise. Um, Vegas is obviously a really cool city. And I mm-hmm. think newer franchises need that, yeah. like, need this to, they need to be good to build a fan base young and get like some momentum. Not mm-hmm. that Vegas needs any help, but yeah. um, Nuggets, same thing. Really cool franchise. Hadn't won ever? Uh, never, yeah. Ever? I don't think they had made yeah. it to the finals First, ever. Yeah. yeah, so really cool for, for, for Denver. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler, he'll, he'll be back. Panthers are really good. They'll be back. So happy for yeah. the Knights and the Nuggets. Nice, nice. Yeah, agreed. Um, and to your the the one thing about your point there with Vegas, we I think we talked about this probably multiple years back about the NHL and the way that they do the expansion drafts now, and like they want to make these expansion teams competitive. That like they get to pick real actual players from these teams, like like good play. Like the year the Lightning won the Stanley Cup, or like one of those one of their three cups. The you know as they. Um, like good players at the bottom of their roster, they're going to get picked, you know, like they're going to get yeah. taken off the team. And so that strategy obviously worked if the NHL's goal was to make these teams competitive and, and be able to win the Stanley cup early in their lifespan as a team. Right. So um, yeah. imagine so winning a championship, whether it's the Vegas only has hockey right now, but they're, I'm sure they're going to get every major sport. Imagine yeah. winning a championship in Vegas, like if you were the team that yeah. won, and then like your post game is you go out in Vegas, and yeah. it just gotta be nuts. I, mean, I didn't see much of the crazy. parade. I didn't see much of the parade, but it looked like just like a wild location for a parade. Like it's right. the only parade I can remember that was at night. 
You know, like, like championship parades oh. aren't at night, but like in Vegas, it has to be right. Like, like yeah. it's like right? it's wild. Um, so anyway, congrats to both the Nuggets and the Golden Knights uh, for their wins. Um, as far as other sports, uh, that's kind of what I was referencing about it being a bit of a slow time. Um, so we're going to shift it to golf a little bit here. Um, first of all, before we actually talk about that's the one you, golf that's story. That's how you know it's slow <laughs> when we're talking about golf. Well, well, true. Although I was going to ask. This is a big like, story. Um, given the amount that that the PGA and Liv have been in the headlines. And before we get to that topic, I just this is a general question for you. Have you been watching golf this year? And or is it just like so? I, the main reason is that I feel like I'm watching more golf in the last year or so than I did before. And I don't know if it's subconsciously because of the controversy or just because I just happen to watch more of it now. But I find myself watching it more often. I, I don't know uh, what you think. I am not watching more golf, but I know my friends are. Like, yeah. I know people around are watching more golf. Um, I just can't watch golf. I. I love playing it. I've tried to watch it. It's just not yeah. the sport for me to watch. Um, but I am weirdly interested in this live PGA drama. Like mm-hmm. I just love drama. That's just kind of who I am. <laughs> you know, give me, yeah. give me some drama. Give me some storylines, <laughs> and I'm in. And I think, kind of like baseball did, where for the casual fan, they brought up the um, pitch clock, and the, there's all this new weird like you can either be angry about it or happy about it. You can have an opinion about it, and it brings in this like neutral fan base and i think this live pga drama is doing the same yeah yeah i agree and, and i think um it, it's gonna be the, the whole legal side of it will be lost on most people and including myself but like i mean i'm sure there's Dude, a big I'm, big lawsuit coming yeah. i'm telling you the like the legal nerd in me was as soon as they merged because this is like this is billions of dollars you yeah. know this is like the saudis and american american golf and like just a lot of money and personalities. I'm like, I would love to read that contract. It's yeah. so lame, but I would like, I want to read the contract that some lawyer got paid probably hundreds of thousands of dollars to write. You know, that is a big deal, that contract. I don't even know what the merge means. Do, do you yeah. know what merge no. this means? Either do I. I don't. I don't. And, and I don't I, know. We should. We have a sports podcast. And we don't. <laughs> yeah. well, well, to be honest, I don't like, it's unclear to me if it's like, if, because this is one of those unique intersections where like the reporting is sports reporting. Like we're like, I don't follow like legal sources, you know, like I don't follow like the news about like law news, you know, like I'm, I, I do follow, and I still don't understand. Well, right. So, that, true. So, so maybe, maybe you'll be able to find some more info, but like when they say they're merging, like it's hard to know if that's like, if they're sort of simplifying that for the sports world, for the sports audience to like, right. to know that they're becoming one, but like that it's not like maybe all the same as a legal, like, merge of two companies you know so like yeah i'm not the word sure, merge but. here it could mean a lot of things yeah. which is the hardest right. part right um i i think the the big picture thing is they're no longer at war with each other basically like live spun off took a bunch of popular golfers paid them a yeah. ton, ton of money and the pga basically blocked these golfers out the pga right. which is the the premier golf the masters the the u.s open yep. all, all the yep. major tournaments we're going to block these live players sorry yep. You play for Live now. You can no longer play in PGA tournaments. Mm-hmm. And Live said, "Here's a hundred gajillion dollars. Come play in the <laughs> desert in Saudi Arabia with us." Yeah. Um. And that was what two years. That was this happened so fast. Yeah. This it was, was like I two it was years like ago, year, year and a half ago. Yeah, year and a half maybe. And so all these PGA tour 
like loyalists, these like players yep. who've been on the PGA, it's like, oh, it's an honor, you know, the PGA's been around for hundreds of years. Golf is right. a gentleman's sport, blah, blah, blah. They stuck with the PGA and basically hitched their their wagon to this like loyalty argument and right. didn't take a boatload of cash and all these live players are coming back and the PGA players feel like they've been sold out and they don't like the way it was handled. So I see that I, I'm sure there's some more drama that's going to come from it and right. I can't wait, but I just don't understand what it means yeah. for anyone. Yeah. It's, yeah. Same, same for me. And I honestly didn't fully understand what it meant before this either, because like, you know, there, there would be certain tournaments. Like I got like the PGA championship, I believe was one of the tournaments that like live players were participating in. So I got like, I really, I, I was not sure yeah. like where the line was of like what PGA events, the live players could and couldn't participate in. I, I don't know how that really worked. Um, but in the end, I, I think the fascinating thing that will come going forward is whether there will be any continuing animosity slash rivalry that brews from these guys that were the live, you know, defectors, if you will, versus the the PGA mainstays who were like, you know, I haven't looked at all of it, but I think the guys like Rory and Spieth, like I think they were some of the big PGA guys that were like, you know, yeah. not wanting to leave the PGA. And I think Rory is one of the outspoken ones who's like definitely not happy with the guys from live. And so uh, the, the, if that brews into any like actual rivalries, you know, where guys maybe have some animosity towards each other, I know that's not golf like, but I mean, that could that could definitely add some intrigue to the sport, I think, when it comes it's to some so of these big tournaments. For, it's so good for like, yeah, that's what tennis, need. you know, for individual sports where it's literally yeah. just a human standing out there like they there's got to be some drama, you know, yeah. like I need you as an individual to, to to bring something you know right. that is the sport it's an individual sport same with tennis like you there's got to be something other than watching this game be played you know i yeah. could watch anyone hit a golf ball i'm watching right. you hit it because you hit it well but yeah a lot of people hit it well i hit it well sometimes you know <laughs> i need you to be a personality yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly um, so there you go. So we'll, we'll see, uh, what comes of that merger. And once Steve gets his hands on the document, he'll read it and report back to us, um, yeah. about what exactly Just that put means. Some, put so. some good old billable hours into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else on sports before we move it on? No, sir. We got some good, um, good segments coming up. I think. Yeah. So let's, let's kick it into the second, uh, segment here, which is provided by the fans. All right, so sliding into our DMs, we have two questions today. Steve, uh, you want to take the first one? I do. This is from uh, Gino. I will not um, say who he is or where he's from, but if you know Gino, you know who it is. Um, I do not know He Gino. says, who would be your celebrity hall pass? Uh, which is a very interesting question. Yeah. Um, huh. So I'm going to let you go first. I, I, think- I don't know. Why don't, how, how about this, Derek? How about you explain the idea of a hall pass? <laughs> so, I mean, so as far as I am aware, uh, if you've seen the movie uh, Hall Pass, that is a very similar concept. Um, I don't know if I, I'm not sure if I have one. I'm going to have to think about that. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So <laughs> I hate to disappoint Gino, but I'm not sure that, uh, that I have okay. one in mind here. Y- you have to have one. <laughs> All right. So the idea is um, 
if you met one celebrity out in real life and you just hit it off and like you were in a committed relationship or married, but your significant other says you get one hall pass, you can talk to this person, you can make out with them, you could do you could do whatever you need to do with this person, and it's got to be a celebrity. Who would it be? Who who's who's the hottest celebrity out there, Derek? That's an easier question. Yeah, that's a good question. Who's your I, who's your celebrity? Hmm. I don't know. Um uh, I'm going to have to think about it. I, I don't I don't well, have one off the top of my head. Okay. Well, I'll give you a few. You could pick from the few that I've got. No, you got a few, all uh, right. Yeah, duh. Um so clearly Emma Watson. You know, yeah. she's cool, she's smart. She was in Harry Potter. She's like our age-ish. Yep. Um, and then, do you know Alexandra Dondario? She was in White Lotus. Sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, okay, yep, yep. Yes. Yep. Um, and she's in a lot of other stuff, but she's like funny yep. and cool and smart. Right, um, yep. And then Brie Larson. Gotta do Brie Larson. Super Brie Larson, yep. yep. Yep, Captain Marvel. Yep. Derek, yep. come on. You got to pick somebody. Alison Brie. Alison Brie. Alison Brie. There's yeah. a good one. You reminded me. So yeah. you triggered it with, with Brie Larson there. Yeah. Okay. So that's your hall so. pass, Alison Brie. <laughs> <I> take it. <laughs> that's funny. Nice. Okay. So there you go. You got to pick one of I'm your gonna, three here. Um, or are you just, just going with the list? Uh, no, I can't go with the list. That's a, that's a cop out. <laughs> we'll do Dondario. Dondario. We'll do yeah. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. Good pick. All right. This one, I think. So there here's you go. The next, thank you, Gino, for that question. Um, I think this question is probably more geared towards you, but I will also answer it. You know, um, <laughs> given the submitter and the question. That is, that is true. That is true. Um, um, so why don't you, why don't you, welcome. why don't you read this one and who it's from? Yeah. So this, this, the submitter for this question is Catherine. And the question is, what are you most excited about for your wedding? So I believe that that is about my wedding. Who's Catherine? Which yeah. which which uh, is to Catherine. So yeah. <laughs> um, so I believe so that that's what's directed at. Yes, uh, but Steve is tough, also welcome to answer the question. Tough questions back to back for Derek here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, uh, <laughs> what are you what are you most excited about for your wedding? And Derek's like uh, my hall pass. <laughs> Um, so for the answer to this question, um, that's a tough one. Cause we're, we're currently in the midst of all the planning and it's, it's chaos, like trying to, you know, get everything coordinated between all the I different bet. vendors and everything you got to do. Um, the thing I'm probably most looking forward to, um, I think is the moment that the, that the dance floor opens and you just get the like two plus hours of like the actual party, you know, like you have all the, yeah. all the planning, all the, you know, and, and not, not for one minute, am I going to suggest that the other stuff shouldn't be there or like is less important. Right. But you, you go through all the logistics and stuff and you just like, that's kind of what you're waiting for is for everyone to let loose, not just yourself, yeah. but like all the, all your friends that came, right. Like everybody to just be able to like get out of their seat and like enjoy the rest of the night. Right. And that's, that's like kind of when, moment. yeah. And that's kind of when you and and the guests too, but you especially can finally breathe. You know, you're yeah, like, okay, we've right. done all the things. Yeah, now we just right. like get drunk and dance, and anyone can do that. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's gonna be it. But um. So yeah. What what is what is cool. what are you most looking forward to? <laughs> um. Well, obviously that's a very good answer. It's a very specific answer. Um, yeah. I would say probably I'm very interested to see the interaction of friends. You know, in yeah, like yeah. 
you like I would love to see like you guys, my friends from Florida, like just just this mishmash, like family members, just this mishmash of people that all mean something in your life, and then just yep. get them so drunk and give them good music, <laughs> and then just see how they all interact. You know, it's like a good people watching experiment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also terrible dancing. I love to watch terrible. <laughs> dancing. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like it's a it's a combination of people you haven't seen together before. Um, yeah. between, between both sides. Right. And like, and then there's going to be crossover. And actually one of the things that we were talking about at a recent wedding we went to, uh, shout out Bobby Pellucci and, and his uh, new wife, Megan. Um, we were at their welcome party on the Friday night, um, before the wedding and something more deliberately, I noticed about the welcome drinks that we've, we've been to welcome drinks before for different weddings, but it really does a great job of like kind of like breaking the ice with all the guests. You know what I mean? Because you have that limited time when you're at the wedding where like the moment I just described might be the first time you really like kind of like let loose and have fun with the other wedding guests. Right. Cause like a lot of yeah. it is about your table and like you're at a ceremony and like all, all the things that are leading up to that. You're not necessarily getting a ton of time to like hang out and like party with your fellow guests. Right. And so if you, with that welcome party the night before, it's actually, it feels like a great opportunity to like have these people meet each other. And then like Joe and Bob from like different worlds, like chatted at the welcome party. And then like when they've had like five beers at the middle of the reception, it's like they, they remember each other. Right. right. Um, so it kind of fosters that like kind of random interaction. So do you know uh, if you're doing a yeah. band or DJ yet? We're, we haven't booked yet, but right now it's looking like probably DJ. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah, if you need some so. some song racks, just let me know. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, we'll definitely we'll do. A lot of people have started doing uh, on their RSVP. They let you put in a song, like Ooh. so. So like everyone, like when they fill out the RSVP on the website, like yeah. they'll put a song in and they try to like play at least at least what everybody requested and on top of everything else. That's a cool. So idea. that might that might be a good idea. So but you'll probably get some terrible songs. That's true. You might have to you might have to you know use a little judgment <laughs> and not not give them carte blanche on what they yeah. they put in there. So, <laughs> but. So there you go. Cool. So good answer from Steve, given given that it was, uh, you know, not really tailor made to him right yeah, now. Yeah, it's very <laughs> clearly a question directed at you. <laughs> um, but uh, definitely a good answer, uh, all things considered. So uh, so that's that. Um, so there it is. Two questions from Gino and Catherine. Thank you guys for the questions. They they meshed perfectly well for me. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Love watching you squirm, Derek. For, uh, <laughs> um, for our slide into our DM section. Brings us into the third grouping uh, here, which is kind of a hodgepodge today. Uh, but we do have the return of a segment that I don't think we we have a sound effect to introduce it. Do we? Do we have a sound effect to introduce it? Uh-oh, Derek. <laughs> Uh-oh, Derek. You know what time it is, Derek. What time is it? I'm about to hate. I'm a hater, Derek. And you know what I'm hating on today? What are you hating on? House of Gucci. Do you know what House of Gucci is? Actually, no. Give give me a 10-second summary. It's a movie, Derek. It's, well, let me say, it's quote-unquote a movie. Okay. It's more like a a three- to ten-hour documentary with supposed actors doing second-rate Italian accents. Let me tell you who some of the cast is. Let's First of all, Adam Adam Driver. He he's a he's like an Oscar-worthy actor. Yeah. 
terrible. Lady Gaga, you know her? I do, I do. Her real name's Patrizia Reggiani. She's actually one of the only Ital- like actual Italians cast in this entire movie about Italians. Yet she's an American pop star who can't do an Italian accent. Terrible. Bad. Al Pacino, obviously Italian, obviously really good. Can't say anything bad about Al Pacino. He did great. <laughs> Selma Hayek, terrible. Um, who's the other guy? The Jared Leto. Jared yep. Leto, like huge body transformation, gained a ton of weight, like shaved his head, classic like method actor idiot Jared Leto. Terrible. Just everything about this movie was so bad. It was boring. The acting was bad, and these are supposedly good actors. The accents were bad. And it was it's a cool concept. I don't wanna I'm gonna give it away. Spoiler alert, here's a spoiler, because you shouldn't watch this movie, so I'm gonna spoil it so you don't have to is there's a murder. Someone gets murdered at the end in broad daylight and they couldn't make it interesting. It was just so boring and bad. Um, so I, I don't recommend House of Gucci. It's about five years old now. It, it was a meme when it first came out. Like Lady Gaga on a ski outfit like with some bad Italian accent smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Terrible. Don't watch House of Gucci. That's my hater corner, hater alert, whatever we're calling it. We're done. House of Gucci, we're done. All right. Book is closed. Um, one tidbit I should add. I just, I felt the need. I, I felt like I had to Google this during that. Um, okay. 83% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. For, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I'm objectively a hater. Like, that's the definition of a hater, right? I, I don't like yeah. it. And so, I, to be clear, the, no. Steve's not I'm piling not hating on something here. bad. This isn't yeah, piling no. on. This is, this is, this is a uniquely carved take. I'm putting my name out there. That, that this takes some guts. <laughs> hey, it does. That is true. That is true. But you're putting your stamp on it. That's, that's you got to you got to stand firm, and, and that's what you're doing. So, so there you go. Do not, or I guess, watch it or not. If you if you have three to ten hours to spare, um, don't watch it. I just said don't watch it. Why are you get, Why are you telling to maybe? Watch I, I just I, I needed to re-reference the three to ten hours thing because that was that was uh it's an interesting length. Um. So there you go. It felt there like it felt like ten. It's <laughs> yeah. probably more like three. Um, anything else on uh, House of Gucci? I, I, probably not. You'd like to have nothing else on it, no. correct? Never again. That's the last thing. <laughs> um, so that brings us to the next couple of topics. Um, I'll chime in on these, but I haven't actually seen any of these yet. So uh, oh you God. can you can go through these. You're so uncultured. I know. Um, we'll, I I'll know. just we'll, we'll wrap these all into one. There's yeah. it's a it's a good season for TV. There's some good things coming out yep. that you should watch. Um, it's always sunny is out with a new season. I think season sixteen. Wow, Derek, do you watch It's Always Sunny? I have watched it. I don't like, uh, not religiously. No, I don't know. Uh, it's overarching plots, really good. Yeah. No, there's no plot. It's just like yeah. a crude sitcom. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's really good. The the sixteenth season, they these guys know it like the back of their hands. So yeah, they yeah. just like the characters are them now. You know, they don't even have right, to act. Right. They just are the characters. Um. So I just started watching it. First few episodes are great, but longest running live action sitcom. Wow. It's always sunny. Did you know that? No, I did not. Interesting. Yeah. Longest running Um, like ever or currently? I think ever. Wow. Let me me see. I think that's right. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. Let's see how long MASH was on. Yeah. It's always sunny. It's considered the longest running sitcom to date. All right. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That is kind of weird, yeah. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Is, yeah. is the longest running sitcom. 
<laughs> and it's crew is like half the episode is Danny DeVito like throwing up. <laughs> yeah, it's just right. that's and it's and they're like, We want more. Yeah. Season it's seventeen, yeah, season eight. It's 18. kinda wild that it's like that it's been so successful. It's not like it's not like a safe it's not like safe at right. all. You know, like they don't just at take all. the safe route ever. No. Um, no. so that's out. It's good. If you haven't watched it, Derek, I suggest watching it. Yep. Um also Black Mirror I knew, season yeah. six. Yeah. I you saw strike that. me as a Black Mirror fan. I, I was a Black Mirror fan for the first five seasons, and so I, uh, although I mean not consistently, there were certainly some that it was hit and miss, right? But um, I definitely have this on the list to watch. I, I plan on watching it. Have you seen any of these ones yet? I've seen two of them. Nice. Okay. Um, I'm not going to give any opinions yet because they're all different. Yeah. You know, right, each right. one is a little vignette, so you can't. You have to comment on them individually or yeah. as the season as a whole. So I'm going to right. see them through, but they. They're very Black Mirror, you know. They're gonna yeah, make you right. feel uncomfy and weird. Yeah, and right. <laughs> don't watch. Kind of like dystopian, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your favorite. Gotcha. Um, I did. I heard the last season was bad. I didn't see season five. I think there was only three episodes, but actually, wait, you're right. Yeah, I didn't watch season five either. I think because I had the same thing. I heard it was bad, so that was kind yeah. of. I mean, maybe that was short sighted. I don't know, but <laughs> but it, it's good TV. It's well made. Yeah. Good actors. So right. it's. It's worth a look if you're looking for something to watch. Yep. But now, the thing everyone should watch <laughs> over and over and over again is I Think You Should Leave, season three. All right. Derek, do you watch I Think You Should Leave? Uh, again, I have watched it, but I, I have not watched them all. So You just have to just buy into the cult that is I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> Tim Robin, The cult of Tim Robinson, it is. <laughs> stop fighting it. I know you think some people think it's dumb. Some people don't get it. Just... Let it wash over you. you know, it's just—it's just the most memeable, fun to watch, fun to quote show of all time. Like there's, there's never been a better show to just like reference out in the world, out in the wild. Yeah. You know, it is, it is. I'm sure since you're on social media, you see like his memes pop up as like quotes or, yeah. or sound clips or whatever all the time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um. So it, the show itself, same thing. They're little tiny skits, so they're hit or miss each one. But the ones that hit for and they everyone likes one specifically. Everyone likes their own. Like each one's different, so everyone's yeah, got their right. favorite. But the ones that you love, you just can't get out of your head. You know, you just I just there's yeah. so many good ones. All right, maybe I'll, I'll give it a try. I mean, I have watched it. I, I think it's funny, but I definitely am. I think in the group that you were you were addressing there, which is like the group that has not really bought into that. Like, like I, I, I think it's funny, but like I never have been compelled to keep watching it really. So I'll give it, I'll try to give it a, a longer, a longer look it, this time. It gets better when you start. It's better outside of the, the show, which is the weirdest part. Yeah. It's better right. out in the world. Like it's <laughs> yeah. Better when, when you, you can, just, when you can when, use the memes you can and quote understand it or use yeah, it, yeah. use the meme or a gif and, <laughs> uh, and with someone else who knows it. Oh God. It's yeah. So good. Right. Right. Nice. So there you go. There's three. I, uh, yeah, go ahead. I admit it's like a cult. I admit that <laughs> yeah. like if you don't like it, it's probably very annoying to hear it, people. It requires it. buy-in, right? Yeah. Um, so there you go. There's three upcoming uh, Netflix items. Uh, I did have one other Netflix item on here that is actually from the end of 2022, but I only recently watched it uh, called The Mole. Did you ever watch The Mole on Netflix, Steve? I did. Well, not on Netflix, but I watched The Mole on like cable television. Yeah, way back, back when. Yeah. yeah. So Netflix did a remake of it, uh, or a reboot of it, I should say, um, in their ever ever growing reality TV branch that Netflix is definitely investing in and trying to uh, make more of a thing. Um, 
so where do I, where do I, how do I summarize the mole on Netflix? Um, well, first of all, did you like the original? Like, like, were you, were you a fan of the original? I think, I think I remember liking it. It was probably 10 years old. So yeah. I, I don't, I didn't understand any of the actual like politics or, or strategy, but right. you know, the concept right. is cool. Someone, there's one person trying to sabotage, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So basically, yeah, they're, 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 it's like a, I forget, I think it was 10 people, maybe, maybe more. I don't, I think, no, probably more than that. However many people are in the cast, there's one mole, um, and like every episode on this reboot anyway, they're like, they have challenges or they're trying to make money and like they, you know, they're, it's basically just like any other kind of reality TV show that has like these like challenge style games, like MTV style, survivor style, like kind of these like the challenge. Sort of, yeah. Challenges. And so on one hand, I will say if you want to like just binge watch a reality show, it's definitely a bingey type of show where like the end of the episode is a cliffhanger leads into the next one and you just find yourself watching them. Um, on the flip side, my major gripe with it is like, I feel very unfulfilled at the end of it because my main gripe is that the mole has like no way to win or like no measure of success. Like the mole (laughs) is just there to like wreak havoc. And like, there's no, like, they don't like get a certain number of money for like the amount of things they sabotage or like, it's kind of just like in the end, you're like, well, like what's kind of the point? Like, like they're, they're just there to like cause trouble, but they don't really get to quantify it in any way. Um, some, some people just want to watch the world burn. Some people want to watch the world burn. And that's, that's, that's exactly, if you, if you're going to like root for the mole, that's basically all you're doing. So, um, so anyway, I, I think it was maybe worth, it got renewed for a second season on Netflix. So does the viewer know who the mole is? No, no. So that's part of the fun in it is like, you're trying to figure out who the mole is, but like as, as it goes forward, right? Like it's sort of this like ridiculous loop of like, of logic because, Basically, every episode, the whole show, they all take a quiz to see if they can figure out who the mole is. So they take the quiz and the quiz is about the mole and whoever gets the lowest score on the quiz is out. So like if you don't figure out who the mole is, you're going to be out because you're going to get the lowest score. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so it seems like a weird way to do it. It seems like a weird way to do it. And then what what gets even double weird is that then people, if they feel like they're figuring out who the mole is, They'll try to draw suspicion on themselves so that people fill out the quiz for them. So now you have people who are not the mole who sabotage the the challenge. And then you have the mole sabotaging the challenge. And then then it's like, (laughs) and it's like, so are they just doing that to be look like the mole or are they the mole? And there's no repercussion if they get found out as the mole because like someone else will just try to draw the attention on themselves. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's kind of like, I wish there was a way to get the mole out, you know? So like, the only inc- so it incentivizes every person sabotaging every event. Basically. Yes, except then whoever does win won't get as much money. So like, like you know, like you don't want to sabotage at all because if you want to win, you want to get the money, right? And if there's no money, then you won't win anything. But yeah, it just like from the moles standpoint, at the end of the game, it's kind of like literally in the last episode of this season or the second to last episode. The, the mole was like just who ended, the person who ended up being the mole was like very blatantly just like sab- like not even hiding it like just just anti like sabotaging the mission to look like super suspicious like their goal was to look suspicious you know um, it was like so I don't know Th- that's where I felt unfulfilled I'm like well there was no real like repercussion for any of this you know so would you recommend the mole to people I, I recommend it if but don't look for it to be super fulfilling to you I recommend it as just a, a binge watch that an entertainment binge watch to see if you like it so hmm. so there you go Not that's sold. my recommendation so do, do, you, 
do not consider this a sell. This is just an an advising to say if you just want if you need something to binge, go for it. Well, but not advised. Consider but me. But don't not watch advised. it over something else. <laughs> Um, so there you go. There, there's your, there's your set of Netflix, uh, reviews, recommendations, upcoming, uh, teasers and stuff. So anything else on Netflix? No, no. Good seasons coming up. All right. So that brings us into our final portion before the final drive, which our is penultimate. our penultimate, our penultimate section, segment, uh, yeah. segment. And this is something we have done, but not uh, haven't done it in a little while, and we're going to do it again and hopefully start doing them more. And that is a draft. Steve, what are we drafting today? Today, Derek, we are drafting candy. Candy. All right. Candy. So, candy. And here's the thing we we did the draft last time. There's a lot of hoobla over who won. I clearly <laughs> won. Most people said I won. Uh, but. The idea is you don't you're not picking your favorite. I'm not going to draft my top 5 candies. I'm drafting some sort some sort of combination of is this candy iconic? Is mm. it is it storied? Is it legendary? Do people actually enjoy eating it? Is it good? Do I enjoy it? Some it's a it's a combination of all the factors right. Right. to build the perfect list of candies. Right. You and know, so there's to no, be clear, no categories Right. To be clear, Steve is not uh, currently saying the rules. Steve is just speaking his mind about the strategy because there are no rules. There's there's no rules there's or criteria no rules. for your team. You know, so you that's the best part about it. That's the best part about it. Yeah. So we don't know who's going first. I don't know if there's an easy way to decide who goes first, but do you have a coin, Derek? Um, because I, I this I is see. important. I I, I can I, get a coin. Yeah, grab you, a coin. You, grab a coin. You kill ten. You kill ten seconds. I'm gonna run out of the room and grab a coin. All right, grab Talk a coin. Talk to the people. We'll talk to the people. The last time that we did this uh, draft was, I believe we were doing TV show characters, if I remember correctly. And uh, I don't remember really what our teams looked like. So it's been long enough. Wow. You back already? I'm back. I have a coin. All right. He's back. Sweet. All right. What did you talk about while I was gone? I just said that our last draft was about TV show characters, which I think it was, right? Cartoon characters? Yep. That it was? Yeah. So. Uh, you, that was record that time you got sure. back here. So, um, you know, I, I knew you didn't like to be alone on the podcast. I knew you would talk about <laughs> something really boring. So I'm exactly. Back. I only had 10 seconds. So, um, um, okay, Derek heads or tails. This is for first pick. All right. I'll go with tails. <laughs> you can't see cause it's down I here, but I'll be, I gotta trust you. I'll be honest. It was tails. So <laughs> all right. It was tails. First. Okay. So I got, I go first. Okay. That's kind of a lot of pressure. I almost, I almost, uh, Almost would give it up, but I, that would be stupid because there's no strategic advantage of giving it up. So <laughs> there's zero. Yeah. Um, so with the first pick, see, you know what adds pressure here is that before the podcast, Steve was like, "Well, we're obviously going to both pick the same thing first. and that just adds, <laughs> that just that. adds pressure. And I don't know if you, I don't think you did that on purpose, but it's 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 a good strategic gaming technique. To, I think you'd be dumb get, not to, to pick get this, in the other person's head. Um, so, but whether or not this is the thing that Steve had in mind, I think I have to go with it. Uh, I'm going to go with Reese's. Reese's Dang cups. it. Yeah, very clearly a number one <laughs> overall pick. So I was right. You're you would right. be dumb not You're to right. pick that one overall. Okay, so I do think that's a good pick. Um, That's tough. Yeah. Reese's is off the board. So now the thing is, not my favorite, 
but you went iconic and favorite, which is tough. Mm, yeah. I'm going to go M&M's. M&M's. Okay. Okay. M&M's. Got to right. get my icon out of the way. Get, get the icon out of the way. The question gotta is like- Got to get a legend yeah. in there. Right. How many M&M's icons do you legendary. build in? You know, that's the question because there are some icons, but- It's your strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. My pick number two. Let's and let me see. just say this yeah, yeah, go. about M&M's because I'm selling it while it's my yes. turn. <laughs> all the flavors. All the flavors. The caramel, okay, yeah. the peanut yeah. butter, the crisps, the one you, the minis, the megas, whatever. Yep. All yep. the M and M's. Okay, that I think that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, and and the characters and the green M M&M and M lady and the red M M&M and M and the yellow M M&M and M funny Santa commercials. All that. Oh, you so you get the whole with. branding package. <laughs> I get the whole brand. M&M. So it's like, it's like you get like the the VIP deluxe package of M and M's. And and Derek <laughs> and the the theme park. You know, oh, okay, the M M&M, and okay. M, the M Ms at Disney, the M M&M and M portion at Disney. Do you get all the uh, aggressive backlash about how the M and Ms are uh, being politically incorrect? <laughs> no, nope, I get none of that. <laughs> Perfect. So just that sounds like a best of both worlds situation. That's yeah, great. Just the good stuff. So happy, happy you have Reese's. <laughs> Enjoy that. There we go. Um, so just to be clear, though. Uh, just so that we're consistent with criteria, that does mean that we're applying like all variants of these candies go into the single entry, right? So right. Yep. same thing with Reese's. You can't pick like Reese's Pieces or like Reese's Thins or anything else that's Reese's. So just to right. clarify. Um, okay. Fair. That's fair. Pick number two. Do I stick classic or do I branch out? Uh, I am going to, I'm going to anchor the top of my lineup with classics, I think. I and it. I'm going to go with Snickers. Oh, okay. So uh, that, you know, there's a couple classics to pick and I, I went with the Snickers. I think that's a reach. It could be. It it's could a, be. It's a classic, but it's not that classic. And uh, it's, it's good, but it's not that good. Yeah, it, well, I don't know. It's I think it's one of the most versatile, one of the mo- one of the most universally liked, I think. Not it's no it's nobody's number 1, but it's everyone's top 5. So I don't know if it's everyone's top 5. Most maybe, um, maybe. Okay, so I'm going to make a play here. I think I'm going to make a play here. All right. You've gone back-to-back classic chocolates. Classic chocolates, yeah. Which means... There's an opening. um, There's an opening. And I'm going to hit them with the skills. Ooh, all right. All right. Yeah. Although I don't love that both of mine are the same shape. M&M's and Skittles. Ooh, that's true. You know, I'm, I'm... I'm that's close. True. You that's know, true. not a lot of variety in shape, but I've got I've got time. I've got that's time. true. I went flavors. I'm going you went flavors. flavors. Yeah. All right. Um we're getting into the territory of uh of picks that could get critiqued. So <laughs> so but that that's what happens late in the draft. Oh, we're gonna get so, shredded already. So we're gonna so let's see. Stuff. Um I'm between two here. Uh okay. I'm gonna go so I'm branching out but staying this player's role on the team is still serving as icon slash classic, but it is much different than my two anchor picks at the top. And this, for all I know, could be your next pick or it could be nowhere even in the vicinity of your top 50. But I'm going to go with Pez. Oh, my God. I'm going with Pez. As I cannot believe you just picked Nostalgic, Pez. iconic, everything. Now, keep in mind, this includes every Pez dispenser that you've ever seen in your life is included on this player on the team. So, so there Derek, you go. I truly you ever, thought it, <laughs> I, in my head, I was like, dang, 
Reese's and Snickers. He's putting on a show. I thought you were going to get in like a sour or something. And I was like, I was going to be out on the street. But yep. man, you left the door open. That is a terrible draft pick. Well, let's let's see. Let's see. Let's see what you Pez. what you step Derek, in with. Honest question. When was the last here's an honest question. When was the last time you think any of our listeners ate a Pez? Probably the at most least, recent time. At least the ten most years ago. Recent time. <laughs> yeah. At least ten years ago. That is the strength of that item on my players team on my team. Dude. Pez is at washed up. At least ten years. Pez ago. is washed no, up. No, no way. Well, yes. I mean, no. It, it's it's in the archives. It's in the archives. No, Pez Pez cannot compete anymore. Can, can you they walk are. into a store and get them anywhere today? It's a new age. No. That's why they're on my team. That's, yeah, there's a reason. Because <laughs> they're dusty and gross. No, they are iconic. Right. They're iconic. All right. Well, th- this one, I, I feel less pressure now because that was a terrible pick. So I'm going to. I'm going to appeal, this is not my favorite, but I, I love this type of candy, and I feel like this fits the bill. Good old Sour Patch Kids. Okay. All right. Sour Patch Kids. Got to get a sour. Okay. I've got all yep. the, you got the flavor profiles. You got watermelon, Yep. 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 All the shapes. And also, now I've got chocolate, I've got Skittles, I've got, and now I've got sour. I've, I'm, yep. I've rounded out the top three. Now it's, I think it's yep. smooth sailing for me here. There you go. All right. All right. I see it. All right, I gotta make a choice here. Um, all right, gonna, we're gonna go bold again. We're gonna go bold again with this one. Can you go bolder? We're, we're, I don't know if it's bolder than Pez, but it could be. Yeah, there's um, no candy bolder than Pez. We're gonna. You go, could say Laffy Taffy. I wouldn't be surprised. We're gonna. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not very far off. Um, we're gonna go with Airheads at number five. <laughs> you're the worst. Airheads. Airheads what, number four. What, what, <laughs> Do you eat iconic. candy, dude? Iconic. <laughs> no, not iconic. <laughs> the only icon, the only iconic thing about Airheads, I will say, is when they have a mystery flavor. Yeah, and yeah, you know, just a white blank Airhead, and it tastes like something radical. You know, I, I saw a TikTok that um, said that apparently the way you're supposed to eat Airheads is to shake the Airhead, like shake it back and forth, and it like rolls up to the end of the package and becomes like a like a pillow, a pillow shape. Which is wild, mm. uh, but I haven't actually tried that myself yet. So uh, I haven't had an but airhead. Now, now, now they're on my team, so I, I, I can <laughs> no. try it out. I'll, 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 I'll try it out at practice tomorrow. So I am not worried about your team. Um, okay, <laughs> uh, this is I got to do it because it, if it doesn't get picked, we'll get shredded in the comments. Hershey's, just Hershey's, Hershey bar. Wow. Yeah, you get cookies and cream. You get your s'mores. You know, you get. You get all the the little breakable squares. You get to melt it. You know the perfect mm. melting chocolate. Yep. You just gotta yep. have a classic Hershey's in there. All right. Yeah. Hershey's kisses. You know, it's, it's your Christmas time. You got the peppermint Hershey. Hershey bark covers yep. it all. That's like and you your... get Hershey Park in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Well, uh, you get the whole city yeah, of true, Hershey, true. Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a good bonus with, with that one that, that you that you get. That's good. Um, and I don't. I will say for the listeners. I don't like that I just picked Hershey's. I'm it's, doing this you know, to win. It, it is Hershey's it is bars. A, it's a little boring, are but dumb. They're you know? boring. But so is so <laughs> is good, Jokic. I mean, so is Nikolai Jokic. That's that's a good point. He won, so he is Jokic. Is that, is that your boring Jokic? wins championships. Jokic was a second boring, round pick. Fundamental. Jokic was second round pick. He Jokic was picked during a Taco Bell commercial. You know that, right? Did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't. People people shared the video online. Like his draft pick, his draft selection when it when it came up on the ticker, it was during yeah. a Taco Bell commercial. Love that. Um, wow. That. Makes me like him even more. <laughs> yeah. um, so there you go. That's your. That's maybe your Jokic pick. All right. 
fifth yeah. and final pick. Um, got to round out kind of in the same. Got to go back to the chocolate. I think for the for the fifth pick, we can't have a we can't be have the chocolate outnumbered on our team. I mean, chocolate is still the staple of, of the candy. Um, so I'm between two. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go with Twix with our fifth pick. Uh, Twix. I mean that's a good pick. It's a good fifth pick, but I think your draft was too bad to recover. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Snickers and Twix are the lottery in picks. The same category. Carry the team in the end. You got these. You got these rookies with uh, tons of potential. So. <laughs> okay. So now, now that I have final pick, I'm I'm gonna opine a bit. Okay. I, I yep. act. I actively did not include some ones I hate. Kit Kats. I'm sure some people like Kit Kats. Kit Kats go was, to hell. I almost just that was between who I was between between Tix, Twix and Kit Kat. Trust me. So I believe it. The way you've been picking, I believe that you like Kit Kats. <laughs> Kit Kats are phenomenal. Well, I, I I believe that you think that. I believe that you think that. <laughs> Kit Kats are trash. Next hater corner. Next hater alert. All is right. Kit Kats. Okay. Okay. Um, Butterfingers also iconic for reasons not good. I'm not crazy about Butterfingers. Um, sleeper picks. Nerds. Sleeper picks, nerds. I don't, I'm not really nerds. You get fan. nerds. You get nerds rope. You get nerds clusters. You get all um, Jolly Ranchers. You know, there's some good stuff out there, but this is for me. This pick is for me. Not everyone's gonna love it, but you gotta get it. Twizzlers. Oh man, Twizzlers. Twizzlers. So, so licorice, like yeah, the red cherry one. Not the, the not the black. <laughs> well, the hey, one. I mean, you get all of it. So yeah, if you like that, <laughs> stuff, look at that. I've, they can now sit got, on the bench, but you do get the black Twizzlers. Every <laughs> flavor profile, every shape, you you just you blew it, Derek. I I gotta disagree with you. I, I don't think that they're. I don't know. I don't two, think you have enough. Two, two of my picks have theme parks, Derek. That is true. You, that you is have true. Pez. <laughs> that is true. I I think the listeners can decide whether the theme parks uh, carry you over the top in the candy draft. It's certainly um, a factor. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you're chocolate heavy enough. And and, and not only that, but I, I in my opinion, my person this is again preference, but I M&Ms and Hershey's are the are the the two chocolate candies that are the two plain ones, you know. So, I don't know. I mean, I know you get the variants with the M&Ms, but when it comes to the base, like the star player, you know, I don't know. Well, it's a little basic. Of star player, basic I'm for me. surprised we didn't no one pick Starburst. That's a horrible miss by both of us. <laughs> yeah. I should have but picked Starburst. It was but, between Sour Patch Kids yeah. and Starburst. I, I only needed one good, fruit yeah. in my in my team. And Sour Patch Kids got that yeah, sour, true. got that tang. True. Yeah. True. Um, all right. So these are so, so honestly, go. please decide. We need the listeners to decide. Yeah. Derek's picks. I, I'm still in shock by <laughs> your fourth and your third and fourth picks. Derek's overall candy draft. Number one overall, Reese's. Then second second round Snickers, Pez, Airheads, Twix. So Reese's, go. Snickers, Pez, Airheads, Twix. Steve's picks: M and M's, Skittles, Sour Patch Kids, Hershey's, Twizzlers. There you go. M and M's, Skittles, Sour Patch Kids, Hershey's, Twizzlers. Listen, I thought I dominated that draft. I think you made some major <laughs> mistakes, but we'll, we'll see. let the fans decide. We'll, we'll let the fans, we'll let the fans decide. decide. So. It'll uh that that'll that'll make for a good video and then everyone will remember that we have a podcast and they'll they'll chime in, so it'll be perfect. So <laughs> Yeah. Um Roast Derek. Please roast Derek. <laughs> he deserves it. 
Pez. Uh, so, I know hey. what you're going for. You're going for like the quirky, cool pick. You're like, oh, look, he, no one's going to think of Pez. Third, third round no, pick, Pez. I truly, I truly didn't know if, if you might have had it coming up next, you know? When you talk when you talk about historical, when you talk about respecting the history of the game, you know, it's like they're they're the Pez is barely they're a the candy. John it's Stockton. Like, they're the John Stockton of the candy, you know. I, I thought you truly. I thought you were gonna pick Tic Tacs, and I was about to turn off my computer. <laughs> <laughs> That's another bad miss by me, just for the just purely for the the inside joke of it. I absolutely We've, should have. We, <laughs> For the listeners who don't know that, Derek and I have really actually gotten to arguments outside of the podcast about whether fruit-flavored Tic Tacs are mints or candy. So feel and free to chime like in on a, that as well. It was a joke for a while. Like we were, It was like one of these conversations, is it a this or that? And we had our dumb little conversation. And then I remember we were like drunk at someone's wedding. I think, yeah, I think it was Pat's. It. I think it was Pat's. We were kind of arguing at, at a wedding. <laughs> and everyone's like, all right, relax. You guys. All right, this doesn't matter. We're not yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately, didn't make the cut. They 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 were uh they'll be a free agent that we'll have to try to sign soon. So, oh god. So, uh, so there you go. There's the candy draft. Uh, go go take a look and and chime in on on your thoughts on on which team you're you're putting forth in the the candy cup. So, the candy cup. Uh, so that'll bring us to the final drive. Uh, Steve, you want to go first? Or you want to go second? Uh, I want to go second, Derek. Second. All right, I'll go first. Um, quick shout out. Uh, I have it listed here as Kane Brown. That is because on Friday, this Friday, Catherine and I are going. I'm going for the first time to a concert at Fenway Park. I think I mentioned this to you oh. uh, back. Yeah. Maybe at Christmas. I think it was a Christmas gift. I think we talked about Christmas gifts we got. And I think I mentioned it. Um, right. So this was uh, Catherine gotten these for us for me for Christmas uh, tickets to the Kane Brown concert. Kane Brown's a country singer. I know, Steve, you're not the biggest country fan, so you probably aren't super familiar with Kane Brown, but. Uh, when it comes to concerts at Fenway, uh, something I've definitely wanted to do, haven't actually done it yet. So, uh, that'll be my first time going to one of those and should be pretty fun. So, cool. uh, shout out for that, uh, first uh, concert experience at Fenway park this Friday. So, uh, looking forward nice. to that. So, it's cool. It's a great, yeah. I mean, it's not the best place to, to watch a concert like right, physically. Right. It's also not the best place to watch a baseball game. It's just yeah, like, right. <laughs> it's just a cool, yeah. it's a cool venue right, and yeah, right. you should definitely, you'll enjoy that. Yeah. There it is. Short and sweet. Um, all right. My final drive is Yellowstone National Park. Uh, Kelsey and I went to Yellowstone oh, yeah, a couple nice. weeks ago. Um, r- super, super cool. I'm not like the biggest parks person as in like some people have it on their bucket list to go to all the national parks or whatever. I'm just, yeah, I'll go to the big ones. And I'm always, we'll say this about the national parks. I'm always s- surprised. They always out, they always overachieve. They over deliver which is good. Yeah. Um, so I went to Yellowstone not really knowing anything outside of Old Faithful. Old Faithful is the dumbest thing there. It, it You could almost skip Old Faithful because it's so low on the priority list of cool things. Hmm. Um, Yellowstone is is gigantic. You, you drive five to ten hours a day, no joke, to uh, through these different paths. We did three days, three different very long driving trails. Um, there's, a, there's good hiking. There's... Um, there's geysers, there's like prismatic springs that are all these different weird colors and sulfur deposits and it feels like you're on another planet at some points because mm-hmm. of like you're in this mass smoking almost graveyard. Yeah, you know, it's like white yeah. and it's like bone white with steam and then you drive another hour and there's a waterfall and a mountain. It's just a really, really cool, very remote place. They call it the American Serengeti. 
because you can be driving for hours and we saw there's bison everywhere right like we you could you shouldn't pet them obviously but they're they're on the road they're on yeah. the side of the road they're they're in the town they're everywhere bison we saw multiple bears we saw two black bears three or five um we saw two brown bears two grizzlies and three or five three three black bears but two cubs so yep. so two bears and two, three bears two cubs saw some wolves through through like telescopes there's like these retirees who are who like with walkie talkies like there's a wolf coming up on the hill like get over on the the sixth yeah. peak or whatever um we saw elk we saw antelope we saw marmot we saw like it's just a it's a really really cool remote place yeah um, hard to get to obviously it's wyoming it's we literally stayed in gardner which is a town of probably a hundred people wow um but really cool if you can get out there spend multiple days if you can it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a t- minimum two days because it's a lot of driving right um right. and there's there's four different entrances i would recommend the north or the west the north or the west entrances are where you should go in otherwise you're gonna be driving for days yeah right right um, so Yellowstone, National, Yellowstone, really, really cool. Um, surprise, surprisingly cool. I, I, my expectations were old faithful and nothing else. And it, it, that was the, the lowest priority thing you should see. It's really, yeah. really cool. Nice. Nice. And, uh, have you watched the show Yellowstone? We started it. We actually yeah? started it <laughs> on the way there. Cause like, Oh, Yellowstone, we heard it's good, whatever. Um, it's the, the, the show is goofy because it meant it's it's funny because it mentions the town it's like oh we're going to bozeman i was like oh we were yeah. in bozeman Bo- <laughs> um but it's it's ridiculous it's yeah like a, it's like a wild west succession yeah right right gotcha nice so there you go mark it as your next your next destination yellowstone national park yellowstone uh, national park. north or west north or west entrance if you want to save on the driving so so there you go so that will do it for episode 172. Thanks again to Gino and Catherine for the questions and to all of you uh, preemptively for giving your feedback on uh, the candy draft and, and, and the verdict of that draft. Uh, so anything else, Steve, before we wrap it up? No, sir. I don't think so. So that'll do it for 172. We'll see you next time on episode 173. Happy summer, everyone. Later days. <laughs>